Amen. Hope that bless our hearts this um, afternoon. He is uh, the eye of the storm, the center of my calm, the place where I find shelter, the place where I find warmth, the center of my ways. Even he's the keeper of my days. When I can feel the sunshine and the ship, a man's ship is tossed and torn, he's the eye of the storm. Amen. What a wonderful lyrics of the song and a blessing personally it blessed my heart and i said that uh before but truly uh, every time i remind i've been reminded about that song it's such a blessing okay so uh, good afternoon once again and welcome to our church our afternoon service and we're so blessed and thankful for the lord for what had uh transpired this uh, morning, amen, for the blessings that God has bestowed upon us through the preaching of God's word and from uh, his leading to our lives, okay? So, are you there? Amen. Amen. So, uh, thank you also for the wonderful lunch that we had, amen. And busog na busog, sulit. Thank the Lord for those who prepared for our lunch. And this afternoon, I would like to be short. Amen. As our speaker this morning said, <laughs> and hopefully we'll do. And I just want to thank the Lord for this privilege that God has given to me and for the, our pastor here for allowing us to stand behind this pulpit. We are unworthy, okay, to stand behind this pulpit, but... By the grace of God, uh, we can be able to uh, share God's word, okay? And um, we're just um, privileged enough to to stand, and this is all by the grace of God, amen? So may I request everyone to please stand. Our topic this afternoon is about the city of refuge. The city of refuge, okay? So Hebrews chapter 6, verse 18 is our text. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 18, and we have uh, one verse only, and later on we will have uh, more verses to come. Amen? So, are you there? Okay, let's all read together. Uh, Hebrews chapter 6, verse 18, ready? Begin. That by two mutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us. Amen. What do you mean by the word refuge? Have you ever heard uh, that this word? Amen. Refuge. Refuge means a condition of being safe and sheltered from pursuit, danger, or trouble. Uh, my favorite verse in the scripture, or even that is my life verse, is in Psalms 46 verse 1. God is our refuge, a strength, and strength, very present help in trouble. So let's have a word of prayer. Our gracious God, Heavenly Father, we are thankful once again for giving us and allowing us to have this afternoon service. Thank you, Lord, for your people, for your children that uh, here in this church, oh Lord. And thank you, Lord, for our um, uh, friends and relatives and also brethren who are uh, watching online. Thank you, Lord, for their time, for joining us in our worship to you, O Lord. I pray, O God, for your cleansing to our hearts, and I pray, Lord, that you give us uh, 
your word. Help me, O Lord, as I speak, O Lord. May uh, you use me, O Lord, as an instrument of thy blessing, uh, as a channel of blessing, O Lord God. And I pray, O Lord, that you hide me behind the cross, O Lord, that your word might be, seen, might be seen, O Lord God, in the midst of us. Thank you, Lord, for loving us, and thank you, Lord, for allowing us to be um, to be used of you, O Lord God, in this ministry. We praise and thank you, O Lord, for everything. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. You may now be seated. Okay, book of Hebrews. Okay, uh, we know that um, the men are tackling this book in the afternoon, I believe. Okay, are you done with the Sunday school for this book? Not yet. Okay, and let's talk about the the man who brews the coffee. Hebrews. Okay, <laughs> Hebrews. So he brews. Okay, the coffee. So here in Hebrews chapter six, verse eighteen that by two immutable things in which it, is it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us. As we are seeing this um, thing here, okay, in Hebrews 6, 18, right, there are two um, unchangeable realities or God's two unchangeable realities or immutable things. These are God's nature and His own promise. Isn't it? God's nature and His promise. Okay? And we know that it is impossible for God to lie. Amen? And we know He will fulfill His promise. Amen? And we know that His nature is not uh, God is not a liar, amen. So God embodies all truth, and He therefore cannot lie, because God is truth. You can be secure in His promises. You don't need to wonder if He will change His plans. For the true seeker who comes to God in belief, God gives an unconditional promise of acceptance. When you ask God with openness, honesty, and sincerity to save you from your sins, He will do it. This assurance could or should give us or give you courage and hope. That's why on the last verse there, okay, on the last part of our verse, who fled, who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us. Our hope is in the Lord. Amen? Amen? Our hope is in the Lord, and we have that blessed hope that God has given to us. Amen? So Hebrews was written, okay, um, to um, uh, think about the, the Old Testament background. There are a lot of things about the Old Testament in the book of Hebrews, isn't it? And the writer assumes that the reader knows the historical significance as he briefly alludes to Jesus as our city of refuge okay he is the main focus here is the main focus of the bible and he is our city of refuge okay therefore we go to the old testament for a short or for the story behind of this is interesting title given to christ amen so let's have our first point okay uh, i would like to give you some 
um, three points right now. Amen? And the first thing is refuge needed. Refuge needed. Let's turn our Bibles in Numbers chapter 35. Okay? And I have, um, I told you that we have um, a lot of verses to read upon. Numbers chapter 35, verse 9 to 28. So are you ready? Numbers chapter 35, verses 9 to 8. Let me read these um, verses. Just follow me along. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, when ye, be, when ye come over Jordan into the land of Canaan, then ye shall appoint you cities to be cities of refuge for you, that the slayer may flee thither, which killeth a person at anywheres. And they shall be unto you cities for refuge for the avengers, or avenger, that the manslayers, uh, the manslayer die not until he stand before the congregation in judgment. And of these cities which ye shall give, six cities, shall ye have for refuge. Verse 14, ye shall give three cities on this, this side Jordan, and three cities shall be given in the land of Canaan, which shall be cities of refuge. These cities shall be a refuge both for children of Israel and for stranger and for the sojourner among them, that everyone that killeth any person anywhere may flee thither. And if he smit him with an instrument of iron, so that he die, he is a murderer, and the murderer, the murderer shall surely be put to death. If he smite, with, smite him with throwing a stone, wherewith he may die, and he die, he is a murderer, and the murder the murderer shall surely be put to death. Or if he smite him with an hand weapon of wood, whether he may die, and he die, he is a murderer, the murderer shall surely be put to death. The revenger of um, blood himself shall slay the murderer. When he meeteth him, he shall slay him. But if he thrust him of hatred and hurl him at him, by laying of weight that he die, or in enemies might him with his hand that he die. He that smote him shall surely be put to death, for he is a murderer. The revenger of blood shall slay the murderer when he meeteth him. But if he thrusts him suddenly without enmity, and have cast upon him anything without laying of weight. And with any stone wherewith a man may die, seeing him not, and cast it upon him that he die, and was not his enemy, neither sought his harm. Verse 24. Almost there, Paul. Then the congregation shall judge between the slayer and the revenger of blood according to this judgment. And the congregation shall deliver the slayer out of the hand of the revenger of blood, and the congregation shall, shall restore him to the city of his refuge, whither he was fled, and he shall abide in it unto the death of the high priest, which was anointed with the holy oil. 
But if the slayer shall at any time come without the border of the city of his refuge, whither he was fled, the revenger of blood find him without the borders of the city of his refuge, and the revenger of blood kill his slayer. He shall not be guilty of blood. Last verse, because he should have remained in the city of his refuge until the death of the high priest, but after the death of the high priest, the slayer shall return into the land of his possession. Okay, so did you get that? <laughs> it's a long one. And this is uh, something like, to think about uh, those cities of refuge. Okay, and another scriptural passage for that is in Joshua chapter 20, verses nine, oh, 1 to 9. Okay. And God told Moses about that, and now Joshua, in Joshua 20, verse um, 1 to 9. So let's take a look on that. Joshua chapter 20, verse 1 to 9. The Lord also spake unto Joshua, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, Appoint out for your cities of refuge. Whereof I spake unto you by the hand of Moses, that the slayer that killeth any person unawares and unwittingly may flee thither, okay? And they shall be your refuge from the avenger of blood. And when he that flee unto one of those cities shall stand at the entering of the gate of the city and shall declare his cause in the ears of the elders of that city, they shall take him into the city unto them and give him a place that he may dwell among them. And if the avenger of blood pursue after him, after him, then they shall not deliver the slayer up into his hand, because he smote his neighbor unwittingly and hated him not before time. Verse 6, And he shall dwell in that city until he stands before the congregation of judgment and until the death of the high priest that shall be in those days, that shall the slayer return and come unto his own city and unto his own house, unto the city from whence he fled. And they appointed Kadesh in Galilee in Mount Naphtali and Shechem in Mount Ephraim and Kirjat Arba, which is Hebron, in the mountain of Judah, and on the other side, Jordan of by Jericho eastward, they assigned Bezer in the wilderness upon the plain out of the tribe of Reuben, and Ramoth in Gilead out of the tribe of Gad, Golan in Bashan, Bashan out of the tribe of Manasseh. These were the cities appointed for all the children of Israel and for a stranger that sojourneth among them, that whosoever killeth a person at unawares might flee thither and not die by the hand of the avenger of blood until he stood before the congregation. So here we can see Israel receives instruction concerning the establishment of cities of refuge in the new land. The necessity and required standards for an our operate uh, appropriate parallels of the gospel message. As we can see here, those people who killed person um, tried to flee from their avengers. 
okay? Because uh, we know that flesh um, against flesh, okay? And they can um, revenge, okay? Do that, so they have to flee. They have to run uh, after their life, okay? So here we can see, as we think of it um, in a spiritual sense, think of it, the guilty sinner here, okay? The guilty sinner, these refuge were established for the protection of those who had unwittingly or this manslaughter or taken a life. The common law of the land placed the responsibility for vengeance in the hands of the nest of kin to the slain person. But even so, they recognized that there are obvious or various degrees of murder and a guilty man was protected until he received a fair trial. Okay? So, in spiritual sense, our guilt, like his, is not debatable. We are sinners, isn't it? We are guilty of our sin. But the severity, the severity of it, and he results of it may be. Okay? So, let's think about it. While a hostile world tracks us down to pass its own judgment on us, God provides... Note, note about this. God provides shelter from their prejudice and emotional verdict and sentence. You know what? As being a sinner, we seek for refuge, isn't it? We seek for refuge, knowing that we are guilty and we're pleading for mercy and understanding. We were that um, murderer in this, um, in these verses, isn't it? We're, we're that sinful person in these verses, even though we didn't kill anyone or any any person okay but we inherit the sin of adam okay and we are called guilty about those sins we cannot uh, um, say that we are a good person because we inherited the sin of our ancestors okay in in romans chapter 3 verse 10 there is none righteous no not one amen that no one is good okay in the sight of God. We are all sinners. We are all sinners. We are guilty sinner. Amen? Amen? Like these people who killed person and pleading and um, um, running from for, for his life. And what? They prepared cities of refuge for these sinners. Amen? Like us. Okay? So let's try to see the prepared the prepared cities okay these six cities were assigned for refuge and more promise if needed or promise if needed and all sufficient is our savior and refuge never wanting never too small or inadequate for great number of sinners coming to him okay you know what our lord and savior jesus christ is open and he is open to welcome everyone for those who repented their sins towards God. That's why uh, salvation is for everyone, isn't it? That's why it's, uh, the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ is for everyone. Okay? Those people who are uh, rich, they need the gospel. Those people that who are experiencing Poverty, they need also the gospel of Christ. 
and God sent His Son to the world. Okay? To the world means to all people. And He, we know that He is our refuge. And here, three cities were to be on the west side of um, Jordan River. If you have the map uh, in your Bible, you can see that uh, there. And three cities on the other side, or east side. So convenient and equitable is the invitation of the gospel, isn't it? The roads leading to the, to the, to the cities were well prepared. Okay? 57 feet wide with the large stones removed. And we know the way of salvation has been faithfully prepared from its beginning in God's heart to the preaching of the gospel today. Amen? I, I was encouraged by um, Brother Bobby preached about every time that we, uh, we have to preach the Bible or we share the word of God, we need to insert um, salvation. We have to preach that Christ loved the people. Amen? And, um, and we are praying as preachers of God's word to, that people who are watching us, who are here listening to the word of God might come to uh, their uh, realization that they need the Lord Jesus Christ in their hearts to be their Savior, to be their personal Lord and Savior in their life, and to have fellowship with Him. So, number two. These cities were prepared for the refugees and the next sequence is refuge received. Refuge received. So these are the list of cities, and they have um, the meaning of these cities. So the fugitive, uh, fugitive form from vengeance found his refuge in the cities, as every city has a personal of its own. Okay? It is probable that the accused man would have received a different reception in each place. Isn't it? So they will experience different um, treatment, reception in each places. The names of the cities suggest a variety of reaction and reception. So which cities, if you are the sinner, if you are the, the killer or the murderer and you are running for your life, which cities you want to go? Okay, so these are the six suggestions, uh, suggestions that we have in our text, okay? So the first thing is Kadesh, okay? means holy. A city set aside unto itself, this one had unusual strong protection once the escapee was inside. Okay, do you want to go to this city? Okay. Uh, if you think of it, it's a history um, picture. Okay. There's no wall on it. And it we're not safe on that picture if <laughs> you try to go to that city. But it was the, um, uh, in history, okay? So, once the escapee was inside, he is safe. Because it was more isolated from general routes and activities of the world, okay? So in Christ, we can see that he was tempted yet without sin, okay? He was tempted, yet without sin. Means to say, he is our holiest of holy refuges, or refuge, okay? So 
We praise and thank God for that. But we can go to Christ because of His holiness. Amen? We can dwell to God, uh, to Christ because of whole, His holiness. And, and God will help us to be holy as well. In Him is to be found the capacity for separation from the world. The sins of this world. The, the system of this world. Amen? And Satan, okay, who is uh, ruling this world. Okay? So, that's the holiness of God. Is um, if we are in this city, God will help us and God put, will protect us okay, from the world. Number two is the, she is the place Shechem. Okay, uh, am I pronounce it right? Shechem or Shechem? Shechem. Okay. Means shoulder. Okay. Shoulder. A brave and dependable friendship was suggested by the name and found within the walls of Shechem. Okay? And we know that we can dwell on the soldier, uh, uh, sh shoulder of Christ. Okay? Every time that we are weak, every time that we need help, every time that we are discouraged, we can always go to Christ. Amen? And He's open. He has the strength to to help us out. Amen? Christ is our compassionate friend on whom we may lean, okay? And upon whose strength we may depend. He whose shoulders bore the cross, laden with the sins of the universe, will not likely be inadequate to bear ours. Isn't it? God can, okay? God can help us. We have burdens, if we have problems, go and lean to our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? And He is willing to help us out. Depend upon Christ. Okay? Number three. It's not Lebron, but Hebron. Okay? Hebron means fellowship. Okay? So which um, uh, place you want to go? Okay? Hebron means fellowship. A deep sense of belonging and security came to the man received the city known for its friendliness and faithfulness. Okay. Oh, a lot of people here are friendly in Hebron. Okay. So Jesus' companionship transcends all relationships on earth and so far surpasses the fickle friendship of the crowd that we wonder how or why we ever live without him. Okay? And he is our true friend. Amen? He is um, there for us. He loves us so much. Amen? And we can always have fellowship with him. Amen? So, you want to go to that place? Uh, where is that? Okay, what city is that? <laughs> so, Hebron. All right? So, next one. Next one is Beser, okay? Means stronghold. This uh, place is a high in the hills, a natural fortress against enemies and weather. It stood this ancient city, okay? And as we take a look on spiritual sense, our strong and mighty tower is Christ the Lord, okay? He is 
the, our strong and mighty tower, one within the security of his walls, we pierce no evil from without. Amen. Because of this stronghold, because of the tower, because of those walls that surrounded the city, you are secured in God's hand. Okay? And we know that Christ is our strong and mighty tower. Amen? So to be sure, there is a life to live and problems to solve within the city walls, but the mortal enemy cannot penetrate the armor of Christ. Amen? So we are secured and safe in the arms of the Lord. Amen? Okay, so number five. Ramoth means exaltation. This city, a uh, city of anesthetic or aesthetic and inspiration, Ramoth offers its inhabitants of life, of aspiration and challenge. So all life is not to be lived in battle and labor. There are moments of beauty and inspiration. Isn't it? This morning we had what we call a wonderful message about the wedding. Isn't it? The wedding. Okay? Where Christ and the bride of Christ, the groom and the bride of Christ are there. And we know uh, uh, Pastor Sam uh, example, give a, gave us a wonderful example about ladies who prepare themselves, cleaning, uh, you know, beautification, beautificating themselves, okay? Go to salons and everything, make them beautiful, okay? Preparing themselves for that. And this one, this place, uh, it's like to be for your inspiration and beauty, beauty, okay? Concentrating on this kind. In Christ, we discover the highest expression of the arts and the noblest challenge to achievement or achievement. So this is a wonderful uh, encouragement to us that as children of God, amen, we are so blessed to be called as the son of God, children of God. And this place gives us something like uh, inspiration. Okay. So last thing. Conclusion I told you um, three points, but I have only two points. Pala. Okay, sorry about that. So we have Golan. Golan. San batong Golan? Okay, Golan means joy. Some cities are happy places where there seems to be always an occasion for rejoicing. Okay, uh, we know that. The city that never sleeps. Uh, we know that. We're near to that city. Okay. The New York City has a lot of lights. Okay. And they have what we call the nightlife there. Right? So Golan means joy. Some cities are happy places where there seems to be always an occasion for rejoicing. Pleasure in deep sense of satisfaction and contentment is available in Christ. You know what? Our joy that depends upon eternal relationship cannot be dissolved by a monetary problem. Isn't it? Is that true? I would like to repeat that. 
joy that depends upon an eternal relationship cannot be dissolved by a momentary problem. Amen? Aren't you glad that we have a um, personal relationship to Christ? Amen? Aren't you glad that we are called the children of God? You know what? These cities describe Christ himself. Amen? And if you want to choose uh, one of these cities, you can have it all because we have Christ in our hearts. Okay? You, have, you can have it all. Christ is all sufficient for every need. For a weary sinner, tried of running, he is the city of refuge. He is the city of refuge. Every time that we are down, every time that we are distressed, we can always come. We can always go to Christ. And I believe He's always there to comfort us, always there to bless us. I'd like to quote this um, thing here. Okay. Oh, sometimes the shadow, shadows are deep and rough seems the path to the goal. And sorrows, sometimes how they sweep like tempests down over the soul. Oh, sometimes how long seems the day, or sometimes how weary my feet, but toiling in life's dusty way. The rock's blessed shadow, how sweet. Oh, then the rock let me fly to the rock that is higher than I. Amen. A wonderful statement uh, by Erastus John Johnson. And I uh, just want to grab this opportunity and we're, uh, end for this message. I just want to grab this opportunity. Yesterday and last Friday, we had a great, wonderful time of celebrating our, um, the life and legacy of our beloved um, Pastor Max Mendoza. And truly, uh, my heart has been blessed by the messages, the thoughts of our people. And I'm so um, encouraged and blessed about his life, knowing, <clears throat> we, knowing that we know he is in the best place right now, enjoying the glory of God in heaven. And we know um, um, he graduated to glory. And I just want to make some um, statement, okay? And we presenting God for uh, opportunity that we can have, okay? And we know a lot of people just um, share their thoughts and we can even um, uh, want to grab those opportunities from them. So I would like to just um, um, want to remember and respect Pastor Maximo. And we know that he is, um, in eternal refuge right now. Amen? Uh, he is um, comforted. Uh, he is in the presence of the Lord. Amen? And he's in heaven, enjoying in the place there. So, I would like to show some pictures. We know that Pastor Max loved taking pictures, even though that if you're not ready. Okay? There are what we call uh, stolen shots. Okay? And I want you to show some of them here uh, in our midst today. And um, first picture, Brother Gilbert. 
I was singing in the choir. You know, Pastor Max loves to, you know, to zoom the picture, focus on taking picture. And one of them is that. And I'm missing that, okay? Every time uh, after the service, uh, had a little fellowship in the parsonage or even they drove to, or they drive to the Falconers and after that they, he will go to his laptop and post the pictures he was taken. And next thing, next picture, uh, what happened to my daughter? <laughs> I don't know what, how many months he, she was there, but uh, she was cute. And Pastor Max uh, took that shot. Okay, took that picture as well. Okay, and truly we um, um, we cherish those. Um, if I haven't taken any picture of my daughter, I would love to go <laughs> to his page and then uh, go to these pictures. Okay, it reminds me about uh, the cuteness of my baby, our baby. Okay, uh, Hannah. Okay, that's Hannah. <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> uh, a big uh, fact. And sometimes um, Pastor Max is, you know, uh, have the gift of taking pictures, like this picture. Bumawe. Amen. Sino yan? So that was a stolen shot, too. <laughs> I'm not prepared, but he got the shot as well. Oh yeah, she's heterocampo. Buti na lang, naka-shades. Okay. As well as another uh, kind of picture here. Uh, this was during a uh, family camp. Uh, it was taken by Pastor Max uh, with my daughter. Uh, we're trying to, you know, to skate. <laughs> okay. And a wonderful moment. The next thing. Okay, that was in the Poconus. Okay, uh, it was in July, two months ago. We had a privilege to help them out um, cutting those grasses. And uh, truly, um, um, we want to do more for them, but you know, um <coughs> we don't have any opportunity, but um, we can still do uh, things for them, uh, like uh, Madam Josie. So, this was taken by Pastor Max as well. Okay, please and thank God for this picture. Okay. And next one. Sorry, <laughs> I'm trying not to be emotional. But it's almost every day that we cried with my wife. It's really hard to talk here, right? <laughs> Remember those uh, wonderful memories. Wonderful picture that Pastor Max was taken. 
Ah. Ah. Si kasi naman. <laughs> okay. Another thing here, not only um, me and my family uh, had a wonderful time with pastor, but uh, my in-laws as well. One of them is uh, my brother-in-law who had experienced the uh, wonderful place there in Poconos. Okay. Uh, brother Beckham and sister Nelly. And I know that they had a blissful, uh, blessed time. A wonderful fellowship. Uh, my brother-in-law uh, told me that uh, uh, the time was not enough. Uh, he wants to have more time with Pastor Max, but we know that um, they need to go to the major island in Marshall Islands. And he just wants to stand there um, greetings to us and as well as condolences to the family. And we praise and thank God for the time that they had together with Pastor Max. And we know that Pastor Max is a, a great photographer, isn't it? <laughs> he, he took us a lot of pictures. But you know what? Uh, sometimes he allowed us to take him a picture. And uh, I collected some of these pictures and my wife as well uh, we taken. This is in the last um, vacation that we had in uh, South Carolina, in Myrtle Beach. And uh, he asked me to take this picture. And I'm not uh, good in taking picture, but uh, I was so blessed to, to do that, amen? And also, next picture. Okay, that's uh, Eloise Hope, okay? It's Eloise, he was on the, uh, I took that picture as well. And next one, look at that, happy face, Eloise, a wonderful uh, memory of Pastor Max. And before we go to the next picture, I would like to uh, give um, alliteration to the name of Pastor Max, Pastor Max, and uh, if Pastor Max uh, is always there to take us um, some stolen shot, you know what, um, this um, time that I took picture of him, I was so blessed with this picture, and every time that it reminds me, it was in uh, this year as well. And I took this picture, and wonderful to see that our pastor is doing this. Our beloved um, Pastor Max is doing this to us, to everyone, what uh, age you are. And if um, I would say he's a, a good mentor, mentor. As we take a look there, I'm not good in taking pictures as well. I'm uh, hiding myself there and I took a picture of Pastor Max right there in Christian. I was so blessed to see that. Uh, teaching Christian to play guitar. Uh, Pastor Max is uh, willing to share his talent. He's willing to, uh, to be used of God. 
and I'm so blessed. I took a picture. Christian doesn't know it. <laughs> it was my first time to show it. And if Pastor Mas uh, take some pictures of us, and I just want privilege to take picture of him as well. Even though yung picture niya hindi pa siya masyadong makita. Kalahati. Because I was hiding. <laughs> Baka makita niya ako. So, he was a mentor, isn't it? A mentor. And also, next picture here. He is a A. Ne um, stands for, he's a appreciative. Everything that you've done, something or little things for him, he, po he put it in the Facebook, isn't it? <laughs> he posted it, even though you don't like it to, to be seen of all the people. But you know what? Uh, that encourages us. It was July 27. July 27, two months ago. That uh, message, we think, and we thank God for Pastor Jeffrey Manalo who purposely busy today, today to help us mowing our lawn and to spread uh, the gravel. And I, I brought him uh, a gallon of um, water for, for his chicken. And there you go. Um, he had an explanation to that. Thank you, Pastor Jeto, for helping help with five gallons water for the chicken that made you yourself while you're very resourceful. The Bantams like it. As you can see, the Bantams were drinking. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and you know what? I, I made uh, more. Uh, uh, I gave him one of that bucket and I made three, two. And made it three for his chickens to survive this, uh, this time. And uh, next thing, next slide. He's exclusive, isn't it? One and only, unique. Amen? Pastor Max. And truly, um, so thankful and grateful for his life. And I'm so blessed that God used Pastor Max. Uh, without him, we are not here uh, in the States. I remember 2015. Uh, we came from Majuro, uh, Marshall Islands. We uh, we were there um, earning um, a fair um, amount of money for us to survive, me and my wife. When we had a chance to get here because my, my mom passed away in 2014, so I want to see uh, her, her urn. So I, we had a uh, privilege to visit you guys here. Uh, 2015 and Pastor Max told me oh the church wants to petition you wants to petition you and um, uh, I told myself um, is that uh, a joke <laughs> or, or is he uh, really serious about it but you know what he's been praying for that that's why we're here right now want to express my gratefulness to the Lord, first of all, and to the Mendoza family, Pastor Max and all the church members here who are praying for us. 
Slowly, yeah, based by some matters, you know. And the last picture we have is a family. It has some mats. Uh, it was taken, um, I believe, um, one of our services here. It was quarantined. That's why Pastor Abel, her hair wa his hair was <laughs> like that. Wala hindi pa marunong si Sister Hazel maggupit noon. So, hopefully this uh, pictures encourages us. Uh, and uh, we truly uh, miss him, but we know that he's in the best place. And uh, we know that he loves this ch church so much. Amen. And we love him as well and his family. And let's work together for God's glory until the Lord Jesus Christ will come. And uh, that's what we can um, do for him. Amen. To keep our faith to Christ. To strive more for his glory. And we believe that we can see him once again. Amen. In glory. Shall have a, uh, let's pray. Our gracious God, Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for this moment. Thank you, God, for allowing us, Lord, once again to enjoy your word. Truly, Lord, you are our city of refuge. You are our um, help in time of need. And you are always available, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that we have a God like you. Thank you, Lord, also for the life, the legacy, and the love of Pastor Max to us. Thank you, God, he's been a, a good example, Lord, to the lives of the people here and the lives of our, our lives as well, oh Lord. And thank you, Lord, for allowing us, oh Lord, to have fellowship with him and uh, to uh, know him, Lord. And thank you, Lord, for everything. And thank you, Lord, for this church. We pray, O oh Lord, that you continue to help us, O oh Lord, to grow in our faith. Make us uh, an instrument of thy grace, O oh Lord, uh, to uh, spread and to continue your ministry and to support more missionaries, O oh Lord, because this church loves missionaries. And I pray, O oh Lord, that um, we'll do that, O oh Lord, and help us, O oh Lord, to do that faithfully. Lord, thank you, Lord, for who you are. Bless our hearts, O oh Lord God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Thank you, church. Uh, may I call on Pastor Sam?